0: Welcome to the Summit for Wellness podcast,
1: where we help you climb to the peak of your health. And now, here is your host, Brian Carroll.
2: We are all exposed to different toxins in our environment. And at this point in time, there really isn't much we can do about that unless everyone got on board with cleanup efforts for the environment. But what we can do is support our bodies to get toxins to remove easier out of our systems so we don't get overloaded with toxins. What's up, everyone? I'm Brian Carroll, and I'm here to help people move more, eat well, and be adventurous. And I don't know if anyone can be more exposed to chemicals than a nuclear power engineer like my guest Eileen Durfee. And after decades of exposure to harsh chemicals and becoming sick, she looked for different ways to reduce her exposures to chemicals and to support her body. And with an engineer mindset, she has taken what we know about detoxification and made simple solutions to help optimize our detox pathways. So let's get into my conversation with Eileen. Eileen Durfee is a former nuclear power engineer who became sick and toxic from chemical exposure. As she was trying to find a cure, she went through countless doctors and a journey of trying many different diets, fasts, and therapies. And then she found the cure with alternative health and detox protocols, which has helped her live pain-free. During her journey to recover from her own allergies and environmental chemical sensitivities, she also founded Creatrix Solutions. Thank you, Eileen, for coming onto the show.
0: Well, thank you for having me, Brian
2: of course and i'm i'm really excited to chat with you because of your um nuclear power engineer background and just the different types of exposures that you had with that and right now you know um in the world we had fukushima we had chernobyl um we're both over in the pacific northwest so we have hanford which is slowly leaking out over on our end so i would love to hear more about your background and what got you into nuclear uh, the nuclear realm, and then what made you transition out of there?
0: Well, I'm from Kennewick, Washington. And of course, we have the Hanford Reservation here. They, you know, worked on, you know, jet making plutonium and the Manhattan Project was here. It is the most contaminated place in the Western Hemisphere of the world, And so a lot of the jobs around here dealt with uh, the nuclear reservation. Now, I started out there, but not in an engineering capacity and wasn't exposed to toxins on that job. However, when nuclear power plant construction was at its heyday, uh people uh were job shopping so to speak you'd travel here there for short assignments and it was before there was a lot of safety (laughs) you know in place and i had training and certifications for quality assurance engineering inspection um statistical analysis training and so i was out in the field a lot and of course you know nowadays they have welding hoods and fresh air and all this kind of stuff well back then that was non-existent they were using caustic chemicals a lot of times to be doing flushes and testing and you're there and you can smell these strong smells and so Over time, I began to be very sensitive, I mean, to the point of having severe allergies and the medications from the doctors, you know, weren't helping. And so I think it started from my body being toxic and exposed and, you know, being broken down. And, you know, the, the allopathic uh, form of medicine basically gives you antihistamines, you know, gives you an epipin, you know, things like that. And so I just was tired of being tired all the time, having my lungs swell up. Um, I found out about the candida connection and toxic things in our cells causing dysfunction. And so I just had this underlying belief, it was kind of like a driving force, that if my body just had what it needed, that it could get better, it, it you know could heal itself. And so at one point at my low state, I was allergic to everything. I actually had to rotate my foods. I couldn't eat the same food Within 72 hours, I became allergic to it. I mean, I ate paleo in the 80s before paleo even existed. I mean, doing deep tissue cleansing. I mean, it was just like I was my own guinea pig. I spared no expense, you know, to try, you know, and fix myself. So many years... (laughs) but I was able to get off of medications and use natural substances to support my body. And then later on, I found out that I was no better than the doctors. I was using natural substances to chase symptoms Mm. instead of looking at the underlying cause. So when I ran into laboratory hair analysis I just thought it was one more thing that I was going to try. And, you know, at that time, I had all these allergies. My hair was falling out. I had thyroid disease. I had psoriasis all over my body, joint pain, just always exhausted uh, brain problems. I mean, I literally carried around a reporter notebook and wrote down everything because I'd go to the next room and I would I would forget what I was going to go do. So I was like a total mess. And so I I mean before I found hair analysis I got into electronic machines like a Rife machine, a multiple wave oscillator, the Bobbeck you know, magnetic pulser. And, you know, it's just like spared no expense, pulsed electromagnetic frequency machines. And that like controlled my pain, got rid of a lot of symptoms. But I felt like I was driving my car with a dead battery and constantly having to jump it with jumper cables because the battery couldn't hold the charge. So you know, the key was getting that hair analysis because then just like a farmer does a soil test to figure out what kind of, you know, fertilizers needed. I mean, they don't put nitrogen on the soil to raise nitrogen in the plant. But what do we do in the wellness revolution? Oh, we think zinc is good for this, but we don't look at the wheel of elements that function on earth. I mean, Hmm. Zinc lowers sodium and raises potassium. But what if your sodium's already too low in comparison to potassium? I mean, you can be your own worst enemy and so the hair analysis would guide that. But then instead of doing chelation and all these detox, I mean, people can go on a detox binge and you feel like you're dying, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, your body without chelators, whether they're medical or natural, when your body has the right minerals, it will freely give up the toxins and those flood your bloodstream. And you can feel like you're having every imaginable symptom. So then I got into detox protocols. How can we shorten the time that toxins are circulating in our blood? And so, I mean, at the time I had a a sauna, a far infrared sauna, and I was you know, doing skin brushing and sauna and it, you know, it helped, it felt great. And then I ran across a doctor who was really proponent of near infrared. And I thought, you know, Hey, I just spent, you know, $3,000 on this sauna. I'm not switching, but I went on a trip. So I thought, well, you know, I don't want to be without my sauna. I'll try this near infrared sauna and take it with me. And like day one, I wasn't that impressed because I wasn't sweating as much. So day two, then I started sweating. Day three, oh my gosh, this energetic feeling came over me. Just such a well-being, clean, energized that then I knew, you know, that's it. I'm, I'm just for near-infrared. Well, it gives you more than near-infrared. It gives you red light, near-infrared, mid and far. But with an incandescent bulb sauna, like I was using, with it focused on the trunk of your body, it penetrates deeper because of the intensity. And, you know, at the time, my son was taking biology and chemistry classes. And I'm asking him, what's this big thing about near-infrared? Then he sent me all kinds of stuff. And it's just amazing. Even Hope for Cancer now says don't do any sauna, but a near-infrared incandescent bulb sauna. And it's because, you know, you shine light on your skin, just like photosynthesis, you know, plants grow with sunshine. 30% of sunshine is in the near-infrared spectrum. But What it does is it causes our cell mitochondria to produce ATP. I mean, normally we eat and digest our food to try to come up with energy, but here's a hack, shine some light on you and have it produce energy. (laughs) But the problem, you know, with the products that were out there, you know, they just weren't getting the heat up and things like that. So, I mean, because of my background in engineering and teaching blueprint reading and all that, it's like, I go to sleep. I have a dream, I see what will work. So then I tinker, I didn't have any brothers, my dad's a machinist. So then I would tinker and build prototypes and I filed patents. And so now I've got a near infrared sauna that you can put together without tools in about 10 to 15 minutes. No preheat required. And it'll plug into an outlet that your hairdryer works in and light travels at the speed of light So the panels block it from leaving. So it maximizes phototherapy and in in five minutes anyway, without a preheat, it's 120 degrees. So in my sauna, now I'm, I'm six foot, my son is six foot five. So I just hated having to crunch up or sit down. You know, I wanted to lay down. So I created kind of like a little transformer tent that even if you're six foot five, you can stand up, you can sit down, or you can lay down in. We've got one big enough that you can even do hot yoga in. So the number one pathway for elimination and detoxification is our skin. And so that really activates it. Besides, most saunas have a constant temperature all around you. Because you have heaters, you know, at your back, at your sides, you know, down lower on your legs. And you can take advantage of a homostatic response to the body. When you shine incandescent bulbs on one side of your body, it's a weird phenomenon. You're in a sauna and you start sweating on one side of your body first. The body shunts the blood. It says, oh my gosh, it's getting hot over there. Let's shunt the blood. So it really vasculates your tissues, gives you double the circulation effect so that water can escape from your blood to cool you down. So you wipe down and you turn around. Pretty soon you're just sweating and drenching everywhere. I always give people the challenge because you'll sweat twice as much in half the time and feel better in my sauna because especially... If you drink some water before with a pinch of healthy salt, it's 10.72 pH, 20% minerals, low sodium with a negative charge. And there's some awesome research actually at the University of Washington, not too far from you, Dr. Gerald Polak found out that water is no longer just a liquid, a vapor, or a solid, it has a fourth phase that it enters when you shine light on it. So, hey, you're in the sauna getting the right kind of light that changes the density of your water that now stores electricity from the light shining on your skin. And that, and when you have the alkalinity with the negative charge from the salt, you know, from drinking that, that water, It expands that, and then something amazing happens. See, before this discovery, they never knew what fueled the osmotic flow of the cells. Cause see, our cells are supposed to open up and let metabolic wastes out and take nutrients in. So when you have that easy, it's called easy water exclusion zone, it's gelled, it's hydrating, but you know, In place of a long biochemical explanation, there's a secret portal that opens up on the inside of the cell when that is present, the alkalinity, the negative charge, the exclusion zone. Protons flood inside the cell. Now, the superheroes that clean up our cells and detoxify us are called the lysosomes. Those guys can't do their job unless we have protons. So that just facilitates the protons flooding in there. So the inside of the cell becomes acid. It drops like a rock and the outside is alkaline. So the hydroelectricity begins. So you're detoxing out all the stuff that isn't getting out fast enough. And that hydroelectricity is generating energy. So with what I teach doing a sauna fix, near-infrared sauna with the radiant tent, you know, you're getting all this energy from light, then you're getting the energy from the EZ water that's actually hydrating you while you're in the sauna, if you can imagine that, and giving you energy. So that's like the number one detox hack. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's no silver bullet to supporting your body. It's amazing. We need to be out watching the sunrise in the morning without sunglasses so that we can reset our circadian rhythm. We need to be going barefoot because we're too much around all the positive ions coming off from our electronics and we're being indoors. We have the 21st century disease because our body is our hormones are getting off, our rhythm, you know, is just being disrupted. And so if you can do those things, drink oxygen-rich water. I mean, this is another thing. When there's contaminated aquifer, the EPA has these giant ozone generators. They drill these wells and they inject ozone water in there. Ozone is like three molecules of oxygen, O1, O1, and O1. And anything that's not paired in nature, the third element breaks off and it creates oxidation. And so with ozone in water, that third molecule, you know, cleans up toxic chemicals and hydrocarbons and all kinds of heavy metals so we're mostly water so the hack that i teach is ozonate some water and drink it on an empty stomach and that boosts our oxygen metabolism after all we're indoors so we're getting lower oxygen levels some people have sedentary lives so they're going to have lower oxygen levels and so your body has this hierarchy you know, of shutting down things that are least important. I mean, they're all important, but if there's not enough water to go around or not enough oxygen to go around, your body goes into this intelligent system of defense, you know, trying to keep the balance. And so I I really believe that 80% of everyone's problems are they're dehydrated They're toxics and they don't have enough oxygen because, you know, you'd think, okay, one molecule of ozone is actually more pathogenic to microbes than 3,500 to 10,000 molecules of chlorine. Yet we can't drink chlorine bleach. So what's going on? Why is it safe to drink ozonated water? Well, ozone is selective in that if your cell has a protective enzyme coating around it, which it should have, it will not touch it. It will not oxidize it. However, infected cells don't have that coating. So it can go out and seek and and destroy weak, you know, infected cells and leave the healthy ones alone. And then the byproduct of that oxidation, if that's not a miracle enough, it leaves over Pure O2, which your body needs to protect those cells so more of them will have that enzyme coating. So that's a huge hack to detox, improve your resistance to infection. And uh, so so that's tremendous. And another uh, hack that is fabulous to do, it used to be really popular in the 1800s, but since the popularity of medications to basically stop symptoms came in play. It's just kind of died out. I mean, there's been some people who have pioneered it, uh, like Dr. Gerson. And and what I'm talking about is the coffee enema. And, you know, what, every three minutes, all the blood in your body is filtered through the liver. So you really want that liver working good, especially If you're working on this program where your body's saying, I don't need that cadmium anymore, I can get zinc in that cell. Or, you know, by design, let's see, 99% of your calcium is in your bones, teeth, and nerve fibers. The man's prostate has more zinc. Uh, the, The thyroid gland has more selenium. But, you know, if those aren't there, the body will use mercury for selenium. It'll use cadmium for zinc. It'll use lead for calcium. And the real way to fix these toxicities is, you know, fix the reason why your body is having to use these junkyard parts to begin with. And so when those things leave your tissues and organs, they're gonna hit your bloodstream. So that liver's gotta be in top shape to to get that out so you can excrete it through your, you know, bile, And, you know, your skin. So it's just another pathway. Actually, people will take glutathione because it really boosts detoxification. Well, you know, one hack uh, to increase glutathione production 600%. That's a lot. Because most glutathione supplements don't make it through the digestive tract. And you're spending all this money. But you can do a coffee enema and get that. Now, the reason why we know that is... During World War One, when Hitler's army was cut off from supplies, nurses started putting leftover coffee in the plain water enemas that the doctors were ordering. I mean, they didn't have pain meds and these soldiers were in pain. Well, what happened is, is their pain was greatly relieved. They were healing faster, all kinds of things to where it became famous and three universities started putting coffee water up rats and figuring out what in the heck was going on. And the results of that study showed that within 12 minutes, all the palmitic acid and caffeine left the rectal canal, traveled up the portal vein. It looks like a plant root with all these little fibers going up to the liver. And it would travel up the portal vein and then cause the bile ducts in the liver to expand. So bile production increased like crazy. And the bloodstream began to be filled with free radical scavengers. Enzyme systems were turned on, 600% glutathione. I mean, I give everyone who's on a detox journey the two week coffee enema challenge. And I have a 45 minute audio recording on all the tips and tricks and what you're going to run into. But there's clients that I work with. They'll have like all kinds of problems with them, taking some medications, trying to wean off, and they start doing the coffee enema. And in about two weeks, we get their lab test results, two, three weeks. Now this one couple come in and 80% of their symptoms were gone. And, you know, I was explaining to them when they start the supplement program, they have to go really slow because their body's going to think it won the lottery and you're going to detox big time. So, you know, go slow, let things, you know, get out of the body. And the guy goes, ha, he says, I'll just take another coffee enema. (laughs) But, you know, there's some real things that work. And so now at 58 years old, I'm feeling better than I did when I was in my 20s. I can pretty much eat anything. I mean, I wake up with energy. I don't have the constant joint pain. I'm not having to get hooked up to all my expensive electronic devices to get rid of pain or to, you know, be symptom-free. It's just like a dead car battery. It won't hold a charge because the minerals are out of whack and we're electric. So we need good minerals. And, uh, you know, every adaptation that your body has to perform is not efficient as I call them new car parts for a car, you know, but the body's so smart that if the the preferred mineral is present, it will always use it. It's kind of like if you don't have the key to your front door, You're going to go around to the back door, maybe crawl up a ladder, go in the window. You're going to get there, but you're going to have expended energy. And what's the number one complaint of people these days? I'm fatigued. I mean, look at the younger generation slugging down energy drinks and people drinking. I mean, look how popular coffee is. I mean, you know, it's just like, Our soils and our food supply, even the USDA admits that the mineral and nutrition content of our food since the 1940s is down 40 to 60%. Why do all these people have these food cravings? It's because they want the nutrition from the food, but it's just not there. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. Plus, we have more chemicals in our air. It's the other thing your number one exposure is breathing the EPA says your indoor air is three to five times more toxic. I mean, at one time, I mean, if anybody had cologne on or any cleaning chemical, you know, carpet, all those kinds of things, I would just have immediate reactions to them. So, I mean, before... You know, all these natural cleaning products were available at the store. You know, I was making and using non-toxic stuff and cleaning up my home. And, you know, it's just like most houses, if you just increase the ventilation rate, respiratory distress symptoms will go down like 60%. And, you know, how about these plug-in Glade Airwick things? Health and Human Services list the ingredients on those, and they're carcinogenic. But yet, of course, they're within allowable tolerances. But, you know, when people are putting, on average, women are putting 515 chemicals on their skin. It's going to hit your bloodstream in 30 seconds. They're not the cumulative effect of, you know, Your furniture, toxins outgassing from your furniture, your household things, the cleaning chemicals you're doing. I mean, it's just not looked at. And, you know, here you got your toddler crawling around on the carpet, you know, and so he's having a chemical reaction, but you take him to the doctor to go get an asthma inhaler. Well, why don't you either clean and seal it? or put in hard surface. And then the kid amazingly doesn't have those symptoms. There's a website that lists all these chemicals and toxins, what disease symptoms they can cause. And it's almost everything imaginable, including cancer from like mold toxicity. One in two homes, I used to be a house builder too. (laughs) So (laughs) one in two homes have a moisture problem in the United States. Any of these people think they're doing great. Oh man, I'm going to close up my foundation vents. Oh my God. For the winter. That is horrific thing to do. You need so many square inches per square feet of ventilation. So you don't get condensation and mold growing in your crawl space. Cause then it starts coming up, you know, and then making people sick. I mean, there's just a lot of things you got to, Control the moisture in your home and remove the food and properly treat mold. But you know, I've got air purifiers. My son, his his roommates in college, I would go over there and they'd have those Glade Airwicks plugged in. I was just like, oh my gosh! I'd be running around, pulling them all out of the wall and giving them a lecture. So then I decided, you know what? I need to make an easy-to-use plug-in air purifier that's non-toxic. And I created the Ionic Refresher. And it uses carbon fiber tip technology. And it produces 32,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter. They're more effective. I mean, in 24 hours... 89% of bacteria is gone. Formaldehydes, benzenes, ammonias, all these VOCs that are in our air, this can clean up. So these are awesome because you've got to biohack your indoor environment. I mean, an excellent tip is go to your furnace and turn on the fan to continuous. People go, oh man, my electricity. No, no. The voltage spike to the coils to turn the fan on and off consume the same amount of electricity as having your fan run continuous. And that extra air ventilation then change your furnace filter frequently. That is like a huge thing for people to, to do. It's just like 60% of your symptoms will go down. Because your number one exposure is breathing, especially when you're outside. And and I have a portable one that uh, actually increases oxygen 70 to 118% just by breathing it. And it also cleans up uh, toxic humidified sauna sweat. Nobody thinks about it, but you sweat in a sauna and there's more toxins in that sweat than if you're out exercising with your sympathetic nervous system when you're in the parasympathetic and those toxins you really want to re-breathe them so i created the breathe safe that adds more oxygen and cleans up all that it's fantastic for vocs and the plastics and all the other stuff that we're you know detoxing and it's really small you can actually plug it into a power bank that your cell phone can run off of, and you can stick it in a purse, you know, hanging over your shoulder, and you can just walk around. I mean, people with multiple chemical sensitivities, you can create your own little fresh breathing bubble. And so, you know, that's what I do. It's just like, I think, how can we make this better? I've always been a gizmo woman. I mean, every, I just buy it, try it, try to break it, go to sleep. Then I get a dream about how to make something that will be easy to use, you know, because how many things have everyone bought that they never tried that's sitting there? (laughs) And then when you do buy something, then it doesn't work. But anyway, so that's my joy is creating things that help us because our first line of defense is let's minimize exposure. We make natural skincare, you know, so that's a first line of defense. We're going to have you drink some oxygen rich water. We're going to have you sweat out things. We're going to have you breathe clean air, oxygen rich air, you know, so it's just constantly evolving.
2: So with the um, ionic refresher, did I say that right?
0: Ionic refresher.
2: Refresher. Um, Is that uh, pet safe as well? Is that what? Is it uh, safe for pets?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes.
2: Okay. Um, so there's a lot to unpack uh, with what you were saying. Um, so you had mentioned that, you know, different organs in the body have specific minerals that they really like to utilize. And if you're exposed to heavy metals, those can replace the minerals that your body would normally utilize, especially if you are nutrient deficient. Oh, yeah. Which, as you mentioned, um, our soil and everything, we don't have the same amount of nutrients that we used to have. Um, So going back to your symptoms when you were working in the nuclear field, um, you know, with hair loss and thyroid conditions and all that stuff, um, at that time, did they know that iodine would play such an important role? In nuclear exposure
0: well the potassium iodate they've had that around for when there's a release uh, Uh. you know to use because it floods the the thyroid gland you know they've known that but I was in nuclear power plant construction so they hadn't gone live yet so Mm. it was the welding fumes and the flushing chemicals and things like that that got me But yeah, actually in Kennewick here, when my mother was 10, 11 years old, they used to release radiation. It killed everyone's thyroids here. So my whole life, I've had thyroid problems because of that, you know. Uh, So yeah, it's just (laughs) some of the things they used to do are just
2: crazy. (laughs) The problem is we still have a lot of chemicals getting released into the the world and it might not be radiation directly but there's still a lot of um you know issues that arise from it so well i guess technically uh, fukushima is just kind of pouring into the ocean right now so um <laughs> i guess that is just getting released into the world um now going back to ozone so you're talking about ozone water and they also have like ozone machines to kind of purify rooms or bathrooms or anything like that is that along the same lines or is that different
0: well, ozone gas is very toxic to breathe. Um, so yeah, in fire remediation, they have giant ozone machines that gets rid of the smoke smell, but people can't be there. Now, a lot of people have ozone air purifiers and they like the smell of ozone. They think, yeah, I'm breathing deeper. Well, that's a homostatic response to your body because it's not getting enough oxygen because the mm. ozone is competing with the oxygen molecules, but it's also oxidizing the lipids in your lung tissue and causing permanent damage. Oh my gosh. I mean, but the miracle, cause you have solid, you have gas, you have liquid, you have all these states of matter. And when something is in the gaseous state, it's most reactive. But when it's dissolved in a liquid, it behaves differently, then it's the miracle. And uh, ozonated water is used in a lot of industries already. Uh, And it's the reason why it's not coming out of every sink faucet. Because, I mean, 0.1 part per million dissolved ozone kills E. coli in 15 seconds. Listeria, salmonella, and how much food poisoning do we have? Mm. But right now I have a prototype where coming, pouring out of my faucet is one part per million. Dissolved ozone, yet I have a new patented way to degas ozone. Normally, if you put a whole ozonated water system in your home or in like a grocery store, it'll cost you 25 grand. It's Mm. because of how they have to go about degassing the excess ozone that doesn't dissolve in the water. There's different methods of dissolving ozone in water. And so I wanted to be able to have ozonated water coming out of every sink so we don't have any more salmonella, listeria, E. coli in our food supply. Can you imagine having restaurants use this and clean the food supply? I always tell people once I get that done, I need to get a hold of Bobby Flay and be on the cooking show and hold a chicken breast and show a blue light crawling with salmonella. And then just rinse it under the tap and have it all go away. How many of us need food safety? It's like taking the straw off the camel's back. You know, know, how much do you want your immune system to deal with? I mean, besides, everything's grown in the ground. So it's got parasite larvae that you can kill before it even gets into your body. But so there's a purpose for ozone air purifiers for decontamination smell removal but people can't be there you can only have 0.1 part per million in the air and a lot of people you know we sell water ozonators but I always tell them turn on the fan go out of the room ozonate your water practice safety well I have another invention that I that's being produced right now that is a ozone diffuser degasser. So 100% of the ozone does not go to the air, it's turned into pure oxygen. So people will be able to easily people even with COPD and asthma, be able to ozonate water. And so that's just so important. There's so much education that needs to be done with people that it's not safe to breathe ozone gas.
2: Yeah, I've uh, used one of the ozone air purifiers on a room and um, I forgot that plants also could be impacted and I killed all the plants in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it happens quick too. So uh, when you are um, uh, adding ozone to water, are you also stripping out minerals like chlorine and fluoride as well?
0: Yeah, actually, the city of Los Angeles uses giant ozonators to clean their water before distributing it. I mean, you could take anything, even sewage, and ozonate it at a high enough concentration for long enough, and it'd be drinking water. I mean, it'll Mm -hmm. break down, you know, the medicines, you know, the chlorine, the chemicals. I mean, it's just amazing.
2: That's kind of neat, because um, they have stated before that um, almost all city water now has traces of, like you said, medications, but birth control. So now you're having a hormone dysregulators that's in your water that could be impacting you and you don't even know it.
0: Yeah, I don't drink tap water.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> yep. Amazing. Um, Now, when it comes to coffee enemas, and I know people, if this is their first time ever hearing coffee enema, they might be like, oh, that sounds weird. We've had other people on the show talking about them uh, before as well. So there is a lot of research around coffee enemas and what they can do for you. Um, How often are you doing them? How long do you do them? And then is there any special type of coffee bean that you use? Or can you just take your regular old coffee and use that?
0: Well. I had the challenge given to me to become a practitioner, to do daily near-infrared saunas, daily coffee enemas, and to take the minerals from my hair analysis. Now, a lot of people against coffee enemas will say that it'll strip your minerals out of the body. But two, three different times, I've been doing this since 2011, three different times due to a car accident and a knee surgery and life insurance policies I've had all my blood work done. It was so strikingly good that the doctors are asking me, "What are you doing?" The life insurance company wrote me the healthiest state, you know, when I was in um the physical therapist after my knee surgery. I mean, this is after Anesthesia and pain medications and all that from the accident. And they had that machine that was on Dr. Oz shows, the oath, the, the machine that you stick your hand on and it measures circulating antioxidants. I had more circulating antioxidants than Dr. Oz, hmm. you know, and so the guy's going, Oh my gosh. And they were using it to sell you antioxidant pills. They go, Well, what antioxidants are you taking? And I had to say, I'm not taking any. I do my daily near-infrared sauna and my coffee enema, and those flood me with antioxidants. And so the first thing I want to say is that if you're on a mineral balancing program to where you're getting the proper input because our foods don't do it, your electrolytes will be improved, not reduced. Okay, so if somebody is just only doing coffee enemas, I wouldn't recommend it every day. But if, if you're doing a full-fledged program, it's totally safe. I mean, it's going to change the, uh, the gut pH so it's better for the good guys to live and the bad ones not to. So, I mean, we're learning all this stuff about gut health of how beneficial the right bacteria is. So it gives you a leg up on getting the right good guys in there and, you know, The key time to holding the solution is 12 minutes because then all the caffeine and palmitic acid is out of there. And so when people do it, I tell them, you might only be able to hold it 10 seconds because you don't have that bowel control. So I tell them, you know, just fix your two quarts of water and, you know, go through it. And even if you're done in five minutes, that's okay. Practice makes perfect. In two weeks, you'll be able to maybe put four cups in and hold it the whole 12 minutes and then release. And so this is the thing. I got another invention because people don't like to lay down. It's maybe hard for them to get up. And then when they get up, stuff goes everywhere when they're trying to get to the toilet. I mean, it can be a mess, you know, So I have an adapter on a non-toxic glass. I mean, not all glass approved for food contact is free of toxins. So I have an adapter with a pump. So the first stand-up, mess coffee enema solution, I'm calling it the enema fix, is going to be available soon. But so, you know, let your you know, self be the guide, you know, there's some people, I mean, I'd say that probably 60% of everyone is constipated because they have underactive thyroid and adrenal gland activity. I mean, a coffee enema will do them wonders, and then they'll begin to train their bowel to have more natural bowel movements.
2: Perfect. Um, And then uh, any specific coffee bean?
0: Oh, I do not use the light roast, like Dr. Gerson recommends or the Wilson coffee. <clears throat> if you were to do a daily coffee in and with that, literally your skin will turn green. I mean, I was, mm-hmm. you know, being my own guinea pig, right? You know, so, cause one of the doctors recommended a medium to a dark roast coffee. And then I was trying it 30 days with this coffee, 30 days with that coffee, because I can't help myself. I'm just, you know, trying to be scientific about it. And so I use an organic uh medium to dark roast coffee. And you know, coffee's popular. I bet you in everybody's town they have a coffee roaster. Mine gets organic beans. I place the order. Two days after it's roasted, I get it. So you don't have the mold. You know, you can buy some mold-free coffees, but basically fresh coffee beans that are medium to dark roast it it helps your body to detox more.
2: Perfect. I think overall you covered quite a bit and um it was actually, you know, really great information on, you know, improving your water, improving your air. Uh being exposed to light which the light is an interesting one because how many decades have we gone now where people have been scared to um go out in the sun um and now we're starting to realize that there is an important part of us and our connection to the sun and being able to be exposed to that light um so it's it's cool to see all of this kind of coming back and um Seeing what roles is everything is playing in our bodies. So, is there any final things you want to talk about uh, well, before we wrap it, everything up?
0: I think skin cancer is due to prevalent sunglass wear and the skin screens. You know, um, if you get out early before the Calvins on the sunlight become too high, it will train your skin to be able to handle afternoon sun without burning. And so it's very interesting. I mean, probably the most important thing someone can do is start getting up, watching the sunrise and going barefoot in the morning. After 30 days of doing that, you're going to look back and you're gonna go, "Oh my gosh, that was transforming." People don't realize you'll start sleeping better, you'll start having more energy. It's just amazing.
2: Yeah. When we do uh, backpacking trips, the longer we go, well, even from day one, we go to bed when the sun goes down and we wake up when the sun rises. So depending on the time of year, that definitely changes. But uh, usually during the summer, then we're, you know, not sleeping for too long of a period because the sun goes down around nine ten o'clock, and then it's up by five, six o'clock. Um, but the longer you stay out there, the more you get on track with that rhythm and the like, the deeper your sleep is while you are sleeping, even if it's for a short period of time. Um, And then when you come back to (laughs) the real world (laughs) and you're exposed to light and you have your devices and all that stuff, then, you know, that's when I notice my own sleep getting disrupted again. And then we go back outside and it all corrects itself. So the circadian rhythm is very fascinating. Yep. Yep. Um, So what do you do each day to improve your own health?
0: Well, I start off with preparing ozonated water and making my coffee for the coffee enema. Well, I'm doing my coffee, I have a Klima board and I have a near-infrared sauna on the ceiling shining down on me. I have a hydrogen machine, so I breathe hydrogen gas, do my coffee enema, start warming up my body with the red light. Then I jump in my Sonifix hot yoga studio that has a light in there. So I'd start doing movements and exercise in the near-infrared light. Then I finish off just drenching sweat. Then I jump in and do a cold, ozonated water shower. That's my everyday routine.
2: Perfect. All right. And well, people can find um, all of these products at creatrixsolutions.com. Do you want to talk about, is there other things at that website that people can find, or did you kind of cover it already?
0: Oh, we have a lot of products. Uh, But basically, air, uh, water, sauna detoxification, coffee, enema products. Uh, We've got the mineral salts. We've got saunaware, you know, put on a hat uh, so your core body temperature goes up and your hair doesn't get brittle. Um, we've got, you know, all kinds of skincare, the low P- UFA kind, you know, cause we're getting too much of the polyunsaturated fats and uh, we have deodorant, natural deodorant that actually really works. How about that for a change? <laughs> so we're just expanding it. We're uh, going to have a solution to fix back pain and get your curvature fixed, you know? This is endorsed by an NFL player. Uh, That's a real way to get rid of forward head posture, text neck, you know, all those things. Uh, So we're just, you know, because you wouldn't believe how much energy your body consumes holding it upright in gravity. Just even being forward two inches or four inches from the trunk will change the 83 pounds force in your knees to to almost 900 wonder why people are having knee replacements i mean you know people are running around like with car car motors with bent crank shafts. i mean it's just like wearing and you know and then yeah so that's a whole nother whole nother show on, on spinal fitness
2: <laughs> well eileen thank you so much for coming on and sharing a lot of this information i found it very um very interesting and helpful. So uh, thank you so much. And again, people can find these products at creatrixsolutions.com. If you are interested in some of Eileen's products, she has to help with detoxification, then head on over to summitforwellness.com creatrix, which is C-R-E-A-T-R-I-X to see all the products she has available. There are quite a few interesting products. So my recommendation is to pick one that fits your lifestyle the best and try that out because there is nothing worse than getting a product that you never actually use. So my guess is the air purifiers or water solutions would be the easiest to implement into your daily routine so you can give those a try. Now if this episode was helpful, then head over to your podcast app and leave us a quick rating and review. Those ratings are the lifeblood of podcasts, and it helps to keep the show going. Plus, if you leave a review, then you'll automatically be entered to win some free swag that I will be sending out. Next week, I have Jen Malika on the show. Let's go learn about who she is. I am here with Jen Malika. Hey, Jen, what is one unique thing about you that most people don't know?
1: Um, I am absolutely obsessed with like crystals and gemstones. (laughs) I actually (laughs) just brought back like a 60 pound hunk of selenite from Utah on my recent trip to Zion.
2: (laughs) Did you find it or did you purchase it?
1: Well, I found it on the side of the road at a shop and I purchased it.
2: (laughs) Oh, there you go. Well, what will we be learning about in our interview together?
1: Uh, We're talking all about why typical blood tests don't really tell you squat and what you should be looking to do instead based on like the types of tests as well as reference ranges and all kinds of other great info.
2: And what are your favorite foods or nutrients that you think everyone should get more of in their diet?
1: Uh, definitely collagen powder. That is one of my favorite things that I add into my routine every single day to keep my gut healthy. Also electrolytes. Uh, I think that people are just chronically dehydrated and we're constantly drinking a ton of water, but not actually putting in nutrients like electrolytes to hold on to that water. And we're also, a lot of us are magnesium deficiency, which can show up as a vitamin D deficiency. So electrolytes are key. And then I think that making sure that you're consuming the right amount of healthy fats for you is so important because we actually need fats in order to produce hormones. Um, And so making sure that you're getting enough healthy fats is critical for hormone balance and stability.
2: And what's your favorite way to get electrolytes in?
1: So my favorite electrolytes are uh, Rob Wolf's brand Element, Element Tea. They have some really great flavors. They actually just rolled out with a chili mango, um, which also makes a great margarita, by the way.
2: <laughs> oh, there's a little hack right there. What are your, your top three health tips for anyone who wants to improve their overall wellness?
1: So, definitely being asleep by 10 p.m., it's such a game changer when we're sleeping according to our body's natural circadian rhythm. Also, making sure that you're adding in some type of daily de stress activity, such as meditation or deep breathing, because We're all in a constant state of fight or flight, just moving through our fast-paced, modern-day world. And then the last one is figuring out the right ratios of protein, carbs, and fats for your body in order to reduce digestive stress, balance your blood sugar, balance your hormones, and give you long-lasting energy.
2: If you have ever had blood work done before, this will be a good episode to listen to. So until then, keep climbing to the peak of your health.